Welcome to Conservative Patriot Nation, new members and returning members. I want to thank you all for tuning in. Tonight we have a fantastic show with a fantastic guest that was one of the most biggest whistleblowers in history, which um, it's so thankful that God is shedding light on, on many different things and is allowing us to discover whistleblowers that weren't brought to our attention in the past. But before we start the show, I'd like to recognize a couple of our sponsors. My Pillow, Mike Lindell and My Pillow has been great. Mike Lindell has been an awesome patriot fighting for our freedoms, fighting for the Republic, and he's exposing a lot of nefarious things. And if you go to mypillow.com and use promo code CPNN, you can get up to 66% off your purchase. And last but not least, I'd like to recognize the late, great Dr. Zelenko, a guy that saved a lot of lives during the pandemic. And he's left us a lot of good bullets and tools to fight whatever comes our way. And if you go to zstacklife.com and use promo code CPN, you'll get 5% off your purchase. And last but not least, I would like to bring on Mike Gill. And Mike, thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you for having me. How am I coming in? Oh, you sound really good compared to earlier, Mike. Well, that's why I wanted to shift to the phone rather than that iPad. But uh, though it's important that people hear what I have to say, particularly now and what's happening. Absolutely. It's very important, especially the, the information that's starting to hit the news. And then we're hearing certain things and it's like, oh, wow. From the interviews we've heard you uh, speaking of, it's like, wow, it, it's time to LLCs. Holy cow. Wow. We're, we're circling back. Well, it's. It's important to to see the have-tos that are out there, too. What I'm say, saying and, and have shown the people about these limited corporations and trusts is the means of how to hide the money that they're stealing. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm here, Mike. Uh, okay, my phone just went a little funny here. So, in other words, what people have have to see now is this. You've seen Marjorie Taylor Greene come up and speak of the LLCs and the Treasury and then the Biden family. But she's not telling you where the LLCs are registered. That's the Pandora Papers. That's the $932 billion. That money is in New Hampshire. And listen, this is not about New Hampshire, but the whole country. They just picked the small state because they completely corrupted and protected it. Think of it as a safe. If you had all your money and all the secrets of that money and the roadmaps to where that money leads to, it is the most guarded piece of information in this country because it is the singular path to outing them all. And now look at this. We've had the DOJ take over the whistleblower investigation with the IRS. I wonder if the people out there understand the connection of the IRS and the Biden family and these LLCs. 
They don't steal trillions without the IRS being in on it, which is why the IRS is on my $50 million settlement. The same treasury that Marjorie Taylor Greene was getting those LLCs from, well, they ran a three-year cover-up of my information, putting plants in my office, intercepting my mails and my phone calls. And we recorded the Inspector General of the Treasury in on it. And all that evidence is with the Department of Justice, U.S. Attorney Lullen. Now think about this. Where did, who intercepted the IRS investigation and the whistleblowers who were afraid to be murdered? The United States Attorney. Wise. The same path that I was on. These half-truths. Look at the Durham investigation. The FBI was behind all that. Where are their names? Where are their subpoenas? Where is Comey in all this? You see what I'm saying? The American people, we, we, have, been, we have been led to think that, that it's impossible to undercover all these people. A path to where we can win. Well, it's, there is one, and it's finding their money. That's what Biden's laptop was. It wasn't what was on the laptop necessarily, other than the money that they were taking, because it's the next question that's dangerous. The next question that's dangerous is how are you cleaning the money? That's why Pelosi's son, Curry's son, Biden's over in the Ukraine. Again, money laundering. I want you to imagine this. And I know this is going to be a forum of asking questions, and I look forward to it. And I have very few of these forums, so it also helps me to have pe- to know what people are understanding. And I'm trying to connect those dots. But you it, always have... You always have a home here, Mike, so whenever you want to come on here, you just let me know, but go ahead. I don't want to interrupt you. Okay, so the point is this. Consider the size of everything that is stolen by these corrupt politicians and all the payoffs and all the protection money. Then I want you to put all the dark money, the drug cartels, the human trafficking, which is so underestimated in this country, it is scary. It is what's affecting the banking system. Now think about that. Now assume all that money, all that cash flow. That is the size of the laundering network. They have to match up. And it's also the importance. It is how they are able to live the lifestyle that they want to, hide the money that they need to, like the Clinton Foundation. That's put in trusts. These nonprofits, trusts, it is all about stealing. It is, it, it is a more sophisticated operation to launder the money than it is to steal the money. It, then it is to sell these, these, these drug monies from 
these cartels owning hospitals and treatment centers, pharmacies, hospitals. You understand it's a network. The largest cartels in this country are American cartels. The Mexican cartels don't have the distribution throughout this country. And the Mexican cartels' powers were through the cocaine and heroin. We have moved to fentanyl. Fentanyl, for the people who don't know, is synthetic, meaning it's man-made. Do you think there's something in China that we can't make here or in Mexico? Of course not. I got the largest seizure in history of fentanyl, an 80,000-pound capacity tractor-trailer full from manufacturing companies here that was moving the fentanyls to co- from hospitals that are cartel-owned. The DEA are partners. The FBI is the protection network. This corruption with all these lawyers infiltrated state AG's offices. Those assistant AG's became a network of judges. Those same assistant AG's became department heads, such as in banking, such as in education, and it's steel from the state and from federal money. And then from the governor's position, again, of management within the state, appointing AGs. But they own the courts. We are so far behind the understanding that there's an industry out there. The Pandora Papers in New Hampshire at $932 billion, another 300 in South Dakota. That's one and a quarter trillion dollars. This whole argument on the debt ceiling is $1.5 trillion. That's the size of this. Our national defense is $700 million. The money sent over to the Ukraine, where they're saying is causing a, re- uh, a potential recession or inflation. What is that? One hundred one point, what was it, uh, $18 billion, maybe $20 billion? It's, it's peanuts. So it's what's being held in a singular state. That's why Maxwell's, her property was an LLC. You know who owned that LLC? A cabinet member in the Treasury in the Obama administration. That's why Maxwell was in New Hampshire, because she knew where the money was. She was a blackmailer. She was blackmailing them with their money. Now we've got a governor, Chris Sanu, who I ran against. And when I ran against them, they tried to murder me three times. Two of those times were caught on security videos. Now the FBI has that. U.S. Attorney Lullen has that. And all that information and evidence that Lullen took from me, Department of Justice, went to the Attorney General of the United States. And for the people who have watched some of my podcasts in my videos, you know that is true and you have seen that in documentation. I am telling you there is no more dangerous whistleblower in this country than myself. And I don't say that lightly. I own the largest volume brokerage firm in this country, the largest thoroughbred racing stable in the world. I was worth hundreds of millions of dollars because of insight. 
I'm telling you, I saw this. Where was I home-based in New Hampshire as the mortgage company? Where did this come out at Pandora Papers but New Hampshire? Horse racing? It's the wiring of that money and betting that are wired offshore. And those bets and those races that are fixed come back to this country clean. They have a network and a methodology of laundering beyond your imagination. And I found this to be the case. And I went through, listen, this is evidence went to President Trump. General Flynn, and you've seen the communications with me and Flynn after the election, directly asking me for that 50 million settlement, asking for my evidence, asking for my affidavit, using Sidney Powell to take it. How did they know who I was and what I have if what I have didn't go through all those channels? The DOJ, the, A, the uh, Attorney General of the United States, Sessions and Barr. That evidence was used, going to be used, it was told to me to keep President Trump in office. That's why I worked with them. For almost between seven and eight weeks, right after the election until right after January 6th, days after January 6th. The only thing I asked from Flynn and military intelligence was to tell you. And they didn't. What people have to understand is you, the currency in Washington is blackmail and extortion. You are the blackmail. They will hint, give you hope and possibilities. Hey, we're looking after the LLCs, but they're not telling you where they're registered. And so, in other words, they're not giving you everything because it's everybody. Or damn near it. There's a lot less white hats than you think there is. Because I've had to deal with everybody on both sides. This is what I am telling you right now. I am not coming from a position of politics. Because the truth is never one-sided. Everything that I'm telling you is 100% truth and what I can tell you and what I can prove and what the, my evidence shows. I'm not speculating. I'm not guessing. I can't afford to. I can't be wrong because then all of what I'm saying can be questioned. So I'm telling you what I have, and I've showed it, and I posted evidence, and I took a video camera with me for years confronting the FBI, confronting drug cartels. I put the cartel heads on signs across highways. You don't live by doing those things, and they did try to murder me. I called out the FBI as cowards and traitors to their faces. I knew what was happening. That's why I picked the, that door. I had two doors. Keep my three, four hundred million, take another 50 million, and join the club or lose everything. And most probably my life as they threaten my five children on a daily basis. Why would I pick door number two if I didn't see? what was going to happen. It wasn't my children, it was all of our children. 
It wasn't my business and my wealth, but the welfare of our children and the future of this country. So that's where I am and what I've been doing all these years. And we are coming to a place in time where finally the people are out there connecting dots. That's why it's so important to be speaking to you and have you understand where we're going. Because we live in a world of lies. This main, main media, the game is division. You don't think the pharmaceutical, the same board members that sit on the pharmaceutical board sit on the media boards. Did they say BlackRock was part of the owners of Fox and they were representing Dominion and the ownership in Dominion? Does that not mean they were suing themselves? And again, I'm a businessman. I come from a position of pure logic. I became successful by running into roadblocks and adapting to environments and finding the answers to questions. So again, I was not a conspiracist theorist. I was a father of five. I was a baseball coach, a basketball coach. And I traveled the world with horses and so forth. I loved my life. But I also love my country and I have a responsibility to all the children there because they're stealing their future. Beyond your imagination, think of who their targets were. The elderly and how many of them are being murdered in nursing homes for selling over their assets? Human trafficking of children, not just to the pedophiles. You see this Sununu of Governor Sununu running against Trump? Why do you think he hates Trump? Because Trump, I have the evidence on Sununu. I ran against Sununu. Sununu became prominent. The three terrorist group tied to 9-11, and you can Google this on Breitbart, financed the family ski resort, their own wealth. Why was foreign terrorists investing in Sununu? Well, I don't know, one day to be president? They buy these people early. And look at Sununu, again, running for president. The Sununu Youth Detention Center, we're talking young boys, 8, 9, 10, 11 years old. A thousand of them right now in a class action suit. They were beaten and raped regularly. We've got, got, I've got videos of them putting them in rooms, stripping them naked, and having them fight till one of them gets knocked out. The guards were pedophiles. The counselor were pedophiles. That is human trafficking. And it goes back to even those same family courts. Remember the judges? Remember those assistant AGs and that network of corruption? What they take your children to. And here's something else most people don't know. The matching funds of the federal government. Do you know that child support gets matched? You know who gets paid? That judge, your lawyer, her lawyer, the bailiff, the clerk of courts, the sheriff who arrests you. They all get paid bonuses out of that money. You see, it's a it's a wall of lies. It's a wall of of 
of confusion. Now think about this. This Sununu is running for president. He is now the gatekeeper of those Pandora papers. New Hampshire just bragged and put in a in a, in a New Hampshire journal that they are up to a hundred thousand LLCs, limited corporations. We're not even counting the trusts. They didn't take shut these guys down in the Pandora papers. They doubled down. The cartel is part of the control of the state. They own all the treatment centers, own or connected to the hospitals and the pharmacies. Right? They're putting casinos up every month for part of the money laundering network. All of it. And Sununu's telling everybody, look, that 100000 look how well New Hampshire's doing for businesses. Well, guess what? Those businesses are empty shells. He said the state had a $1 billion increase of revenue. Oh, really? $1,932,000,000. And if you had in 6 to 8% of inflation, that billion was just part of inflation. It was nothing. It was bullshit, and they're hoping you eat it. And again, this guy is running for president. And remember, don't laugh just yet. Those Pandora's comes back with those secrets. That that blackmail. That blackmail is what gets people elected. Okay, all right. I'm I'm. I just like to make that statement just so that we know where we are and the importance of what we're seeing and what's going on. No problem. Most definitely. You know, this platform is for you to let out whatever we the people need to hear. And um, I was just wondering, before we go into Q&A, can you go in? Because I listened to some of your past podcasts. You spoke of the American Mafia, the LLCs. And with your whistleblower story, can you provide anything that we the people should know before we go into Q&A? Could you kind of go into the whole American Mafia thing? Because... When people hear American Mafia, they're they're thinking, you know, the the Italian or Sicilian Mafia. No, no, I'm 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 saying American cartels, American cartels. Now, is there a mafia involved in this? You know where the connection with the mafia is. And if you look at it, there's a video called Mafia Live and Well, and and then there's Married to the Mob, where it was a. Uh, a sworn deposition from an informant that they put inside my office that was literally married to one of the heads of the Costa Nostra. They're ready, and you get to watch the video. Married to the mob. Sworn deposition. Hardcore evidence. It got Steve Wynn from Wynn Casino to resign. Wynn bought the land from the Costa Nostra to build a casino in Everett, Massachusetts, just outside of Boston. And what I'm telling you was on the front page of the Boston Globe. I had an informant that intercepted their wires. Where those wires were going to? Betting wires, Penn National Gaming and Casino. Remember with the race fixing? They were going into strip clubs that were owned by the mob. Foxy ladies, glass slipper. I had the wires, but those wires were all going into the state police too. And they were being paid to 
to state senators and politicians. So there's still an internal network of of a of a mafia, but they are they are small, small, insignificant players. More to do with the money laundering and horse racing and casinos than the actual government. It's these drug cartels. That's what's getting people elected. That's what's buying elections. Think about this, FTX, right? Now, FTX, you saw, was donating money politically. In fact, the most she gave, he gave to, was Senator Hassan from New Hampshire. Next, the New Hampshire Democratic Party. What people didn't understand is there was an LLC, a registered corporation from FTX in the state of New Hampshire. They had an office right next to Primary Bank, owned and controlled by the, uh, Dick Aganos, the head of the cartel. So there's a marriage there. But drugs and fentanyl, but heroin and the distribution of drugs across this country, it's so powerful, it opens your borders. That, and these cartels are your human traffickers. So the drug cartels and human traffickers, one and the same. Now, is there internal networks through family court? And, and yes, there is. But again, that's part of the American cartel. The American tell cartel is not just selling you drugs. They have protection. They own the politicians. They own the courts. They developed an, uh, a distribution network through hospitals, pharmacies. And think about this. You know who plugs into this protection network? How about the pharmaceutical industry? You don't think they knew they were addicting you to opioids and Oxycontin? You don't think that CVS and Walgreens knew what they were doing by selling you prescription drugs over the counters in quantities that would spell addiction? Look at all these pharmaceutical companies that are that are settling for pennies on the dollars, like McKesson. There was forty three states, no, three states: Nevada, West Virginia, and Florida. They were receiving forty pills of oxycodone monthly for every man, woman, and child every month. That's distribution. They knew exactly what they were doing. And do you know what they were settling for? For not keeping records. Not keeping records right because it's proof that they were drug dealing. But it's the same protection network. You know who wanted to pay me $50 million, who was actually giving me the money? Liberty Mutual. You don't think these insurers pay for the same protection? The same architect, the Pandora Papers, Bill Shaheen, is a lobbyist for the insurance industry, and particularly Liberty Mutual. That's why they win in courts. Like I heard an ad for Mike Lindell. Do you think Mike Lindell's going to win in court? Do you think I won in court for $274 million? You've seen a video where they turned around. Bill Shaheen, Steve Gordon, and Shaheen, what was he? Well... He's married to Senator Gene Shaheen, 
who's been cited targeting with the IRS, who was nominated to VP for Biden, as well as Hassan. Oh, here's something else. He was the co-chair for Hillary Clinton. So we've got the Bidens and we've got the Clintons. Oh, guess what? He was Maxwell's lawyer once she got arrested. Where did she have the property? Granite State LLC, Obama and his Treasury Cabinet member. So that's Obama, that's Biden, and that's Clinton, can directly connected to the same Bill Shaheen. And he was the creator of this. Where do you think that they would have put their money but with somebody they protected for with their lives? That's And where was he controlled, and what did he control? New Hampshire. So is think beyond the mafia and think of these cartels are being, well, think about this. We just said $1.25 trillion. The defense budget is $700 billion. So we're talking nearly double. And that double is the industry of corruption. The largest industry in this country is what they're stealing from us, who they're protecting, the distribution and protection network. That's the largest industry. That's what will get you into a war. That's what will kill you. That's what owns the courts. And all these industries like healthcare, they're all bought in. And the media, the media is part of it. They pick the side, and it ain't, and they're not on your side. Wow. Before we go into Q&A, can we touch on just one more thing that uh, I heard in your interviews, which really raised my eyebrows, is um, with the whole um, Project Virtos and the JMO Keith. Can you touch on that a little bit? I can. I had caught the money laundering network in 12, 13 but the definitely 14, it was finding, uh, was coming together in 15. What happened was O'Keefe, and everything I'm saying to you, again, you can Google and see for yourself, because I want you to understand this. Because this is how evil comes to you. It comes to you as a friend. They want you to trust them. For instance, the two founding, the two funding entities of O'Keefe was Spillman and Robach, the the family of Sears and Robach that are all Israel funding programs. Okay. In twenty twelve, O'Keefe, and you can and you can see this, Google this, O'Keefe brings and Project Veritas brings twenty thousand libertarians into the state of New Hampshire. That was the move. Now, I'm not telling you that that wasn't proper. They were bringing 20,000 libertarians and say, let's move to a small state of New Hampshire and set up our political party, meaning those people were all coming in, running for bringing families, but they were running for office, running for government. In fact, Aaron Day, my co-defendant against the cartel, was the president of the Libertarian. He run, ran for office. 
and he's the right-hand man of James O'Keefe. Now, so that was the intention in 12. Well, in 2014, there's four articles. O'Keefe investigates Bill Griner. Ben Swan investigates Bill Griner. And Ben Swan is also a major mover in the Libertarian Party. O'Keefe and Ben Swan investigate Bill Griner. Okay? Who's Bill Griner? He's one of the three heads of the cartel. He is the chairman of the board of primary bank. Oh, who did he work for before? Jeb Bush. So when Jeb Bush, and you can Google, goes, I met the guy who opened the only bank in eight years in America. It was the time after the recession and so forth. So he said he just met him. Bill Griner worked for Bush. He knew Bush. He worked for him. You know why it was the only bank? Because it was the cartel bank. You know why it was okay to go to New Hampshire? Because New Hampshire has a law. If we trust you, we don't audit you. So Bill Griner ran the political division for the cartel, working directly with Bill Shaheen. Bill Shaheen and the Protection Network involved the entities of the cartel. They used the cartel money to buy the politicians. They even used cartel members to become these politicians. Ted Gatzis, the mayor of Manchester, uh, in the cartel. Pappas, the congressman from New Hampshire, cartel. You see what I'm saying? This was, so what O'Keefe ran into 14 was the battle lines. His libertarians moving into the positions of what was the cartel controlled and Shaheen's network. Now, you'll see even Griner put out a video same year saying this is what they intend to do. They're trying to take over. I'm not telling you he's the head of the, one of the heads of the cartel. <coughs> All right. In 2016, Aaron Day, James O'Keefe, they came to me and gave me the cartel. That's where I heard of Dick Agonos and Bill Griner and Andy Cruz, the heads. They gave me, O'Keefe gave me. And then what did I do? I plugged them into my organization that I had worked with state of corruption. What was state of corruption? I was a multimillionaire, and what I did was, for free, I ran an organization helping victims of corruption. Every day, every day of every week for months, for years. These victims also became whistleblowers. They became informants, a network, an intelligence network of gathering this corrupt information, and they trusted me. Well, O'Keefe and his people came and worked for me. Erin Day did. Eileen Landy did as a paralegal, but she was also once the president of Libertarian. Rumpler, uh, Greg Theodore, and then I met a couple of inside people in, in the cartel that O'Keefe had that was working in auto fare. In fact, some of our last meetings with, with maybe five and six operatives 
was about a trucking company that was moving, was a front for the cartel. We had the face of the trucking company. They were moving machine guns from Manchester, New Hampshire to Laredo, Texas. They were bringing back children, human trafficking, fentanyl, heroin. It was the distribution. O'Keefe and his people had that with me. O'Keefe's people were working with me. They got the information. They recorded Kill Gill, the video that you can listen to on State of Corruption, that they were hiring a hitman to murder me. O'Keefe recorded that. The Treasury Inspector General putting a plant in my office, intercepting my mail, and we had that uh, recorded. That was Project Veritas. That was Aaron Day. You'll see a, a video called Secret Meeting, a meeting with detectives and so forth, saying about, because I went out and I got 106 more additional witnesses, six separate arresting state troopers. You hear Aaron Day tell the detective that they're afraid to be murdered. State troopers, a prosecutor, a judge. But understand this, it was O'Keefe and I that worked together for a year with his people. Now, do you know what happened? What was their intent? Their intent was to get those people, his people, into offices. They traded me out. They traded out those 106 witnesses. They traded out my intelligence network. At the time, I was face-to-face -face with the cartel in court with Aaron Day. And you'll see videos with Shaheen saying, don't allow evidence, don't allow witnesses, no jury. It was always a fix. That's what I know what's going to happen with Mike Lindell. It is the model. It's what they control. But... O'Keefe and Sununu came to an agreement and a deal. O'Keefe gave him my evidence. Sununu could go after Shaheen and his network with protecting the cartel. And what happened was that deal was Shaheen becomes governor. Hassan becomes the senator and Biden controls the Senate from there. I was supposed to take the $50 million because they were going to leverage me for $274 million. If you don't take our money, we will take your money. So who says no to, to the life that I had, the money that I had? In addition, another $50 million. That's what screwed this up. That's what it put O'Keefe and Day in danger. That is why O'Keefe resigned, unless you think he stole a sandwich from an eight-month pregnant woman, and that's what ended the face of Project Veritas. Come on. The point being is they sold them out. So now his people are in place. In fact, one of his people now the president of the Senate in the state of New Hampshire. So that's what was the deal. All those people got traded. I get traded out. And instead, what I did, we went to the Department of Justice with this evidence. Trump had got this evidence, and so did General Flynn. And O'Keefe will cannot explain to you, ha having the proof of that child trafficking, 
with that trucking company. He can't tell you having recording the Treasury Inspector General. We're talking the IRS and the money laundering network. He can't tell you murder for hire that went to the Department of Justice. He didn't tell you about the cartel. He told me about the cartel. Now, what did Epstein and Maxwell do? They videotaped now, didn't they? And they blackmailed, didn't they? And what did they do? They were able to stay in the currency in Washington again. Is blackmail and extortion? Well, what was O'Keefe? Do you think he was videotaping just the truth? He didn't tell you about the cartel. He didn't tell you about the money laundering network. Even when it came to child trafficking, what did he give you out of the state of New Hampshire? A 60-year-old woman voted twice. Wow, huh? That's what he told you. But that's what he had. He had the cartel before me. Those articles show you. He wouldn't be much of an investigator if he couldn't turn around and call Bill Griner what he was. Those were the threats to out him. Remember? The threats. But never ever telling you. They used me to tell you. And I put them on signs. And I told you who they were. On videos. In court. Even when they tried to murder me, I kept telling you who they were. Why? Because they're killing your children by the thousands. That's why. That's why O'Keefe resigned. Because my evidence comes up and it's in play. The Pandora Papers. I gave you the Pandora Papers before there was a Pandora. I told you there was the deep state money laundering network. I told you what it was. The names on that $50 million settlement is that network. The IRS, the New Hampshire Banking Department, the New Hampshire Banking Commissioner, the Department of Revenue, all entities that audit. You know, Bill Shaheen, the co-chair for Hillary Clinton, he's on it. That's the path to the Bidens and the Clintons and the Obamas. That's where they put their money. And they put their money right next to the largest cartel in this country. You don't build perfect and just use it for, for politicians. You use it for human traffickers in the cartels. It's a singular work network. Those LLCs are filthy with with cartels and corrupt politicians. That's where Hunter Biden is. That's where Biden's money is. That's where Obama's money is. Clinton's money and the Clinton Foundation. That is your path. Your path is finding their money and it gets you everywhere. So what was O'Keefe? He would secretly videotape you, not unlike Maxwell and Epstein. What did that become? The secrets and power. That's what he sought. He sold you bullshit for tens of millions. He turned around and used that blackmail to get Sununu elected, who's running for president. And ready to hold on to your hats now? You know that same Aaron Day you'll see in videos, my co-defendant, my, my uh, campaign manager for governor? Well, guess what? An informant and working with O'Keefe, he's running for president of the United States, too. So you think about this. 
that evidence that I have, the evidence that you've seen in writing and the delivery of that evidence to the Department of Justice and then to the Attorney General of the United States and then to General Flynn. You've got Aaron Day running for president. You've got Sununu running for president. Biden's money's in that LLCs, in those LLCs, running for president. And we're giving it to President Trump. So you think about the people and the entities that this touches. Know that it incriminates the IRS. The same IRS with 87,000 armed agents coming after you and targeting you. We have them as money launderers. The Treasury and your bank failures and they're turning around. And that's what Silicon Valley Bank was. The New York Fed president came out and said that it was a isolated incident. You know what the incident was? They were named in the Pandora Papers. Boston uh, Savings and Trust. Trust was the one of the entities inside Silicon Valley Bank Group. It was cartel money. Where did the money go to? 500 startup companies in Israel. Money laundering. Startups, they go out of business, 80% of them in the first year. Boom, the money disappears and the money trail disappears, which is the essence of money laundering. But it all comes back. It comes back in your commercial real estate, your residential real estate, your banks, your car dealerships, your hospitals. They back invested in this corruption. Those are the assets that are across this country. That's what the people in Arizona is finding. The Sinaloa cartel is only commercial, residential. They control the politicians. Exactly. It's the same methodology of taking over each and every one of our states and our courts. But the thing with New Hampshire is it's a distribution center. It's where they keep their money. Follow the money? What was I? Remember, logically, I own the largest volume brokerage firm in this country. I went to school to be a priest. Five years in a seminary. I was homeless then and homeless again. So how did I build two of the largest businesses in this country? With insight. But I was an expert in the banking department. It's the banking department that that protected their money. All of those entities that I told you, the IRS, Banking Department, Banking Commission, Department of Revenue, are all entities that audit. You understand the methodology? Everybody would have caught them as part of the corruption. It's not unlike the FBI looking for themselves. The DEA, no, no, they're partners with the cartels. The IRS, well, they're auditing you, but they're laundering for them. The methodology is the people that are are looking for the corrupt are the corrupt. The hell of a system. Wow, Mike. Thank you for all that truth and that information. Um, It's just very important in the time that we're in, that information flows to the people and we don't sit back and uh, get dumbed down anymore. There was one other thing that you said, and I swear we can get to Q&A, is uh, they sell the drugs to the kids and the people, and then they invest into the rehab centers. Can you touch on that one a little bit? 
Well, they actually own the re, uh, treatment centers. Here's how it goes. You ready? By the, again, this Dick Aganos. In fact, the companies that I called out was Granite State Recovery. Granite State Recovery was that recovery center, was the largest in New England. It is what Pence was visiting when his plane turned around. Trump turned the plane around because I given him the evidence, and the U.S. attorney gave him the evidence. What was that? It was owned by Dick Aganos and the cartel. What did they give us? A guy named Hatch. He was a, a fentanyl trafficker, but he was the face and the head of the cartel. He was going on campaign trails at the time with Senator Shaheen. He wasn't going to jail. The cartels are owned, I mean, the treatment centers are owned by the cartels. One, how that happens where they don't have other ones, the state gets federally licensed and licensed these treatment centers. They only give them to the cartels. The heads of these treatment centers are cartel members. That was this guy Hatch. That's why Pence was visiting the cartel member. And the guy was arrested two years before. They just got around to sending him to jail. Bullshit. And what happens is most of these places are empty. I have informants. The people that, a lot of the people that do go to them, do they have drug issues? Yes. And they're also the street distribution. So they're not only selling you drugs, they're getting paid Medicaid stealing that federal funds of Medicaid. I had informants inside there, counselors in there, nurses in there. One nurse was being billed out at 500 hours a week to Medicaid. It's Medicaid fraud. That's why we are having problems with Medicaid. So it's not just that they're selling you drugs. It's not that they just own the treatment centers for people who really need help. But they're stealing money from you and doing so with the Medicaid fraud. And then they're building the casinos to launder their money. They own the largest car dealership in New England, Auto Fair. And guess what? Named in the Pandora Papers. The same one I named in court, as was the treatment centers I name in court. That's why they couldn't have any evidence or witnesses. But it's also the corruption in the courts. So these treatment centers are owned by the cartels. So that's the crime in it. And these 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 children and people who go then go to jail. You don't think the cartels in jail selling drugs? They're not telling you how many overdoses there are in in jails. They are stealing these people and these children futures. They are there to make money on every entity. Nursing homes, they're overdosing these people after they sign over their assets. So it's the young, it's the old, it's the weak. Think of these people are animals. Listen, we're not fighting corruption, we're fighting evil. What I had to learn and do and playing in and and strategically moving against these people, the hardest thing was to get to think what they would do.
because we of good people have a hard time understanding, you know, trafficking children, organ harvesting. It's not in our hearts. And what you don't believe, it's hard for you to see. But in time, I learned who they were and how they thought. There is no remorse. There is no mercy. There's money and power. That's why so many of them are pedophiles. It comes from the same place. They would hurt children as they would sell them drugs. Wow, Mike, thank you for all that information and that truth. Um, it's really a pleasure and an honor to have you on here. And um, like I said, this forum is for you whenever you want to come on here, whatever you need to share. And I will ask all the admins and everyone on here, if you can just send an email to Jim Jordan or whoever in Congress, uh, call their phone line, leave them a message and let them know that we need to get Mike Gill in one of those Congress hearings. Um, it's very important. And Mike, with that, uh, if you're ready for Q&A, we can definitely go into there if you don't have yeah. anything and else. And you know what, just like to, to double say. down on what, just to double down on what you said, that is the path. Get me to Congress. I have people working on it, but I need your help. We're our one, we are the majority. That is the one thing that we are and what they fear. Push these politicians, Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, Jim Jordan, get me in front of them. Get me, I am an IRS whistleblower holding a $50 million settlement. I am an, a whistleblower to the Treasury that's saying that they ran a cover-up. We have their recordings. I am the FBI whistleblower with over a dozen confrontations with them, rejecting them, uh, them blocking me from coming in, running operations to destroy my evidence. And remember, my evidence was recorded by their, their own Department of Justice, their own U.S. Attorney, Lullen, who was the head of all of New England. He was the most powerful U.S. Attorney in this country right under the Attorney General of the United States, who then got this evidence. So as I'm a whistleblower, I'm a whistleblower with that evidence on all these entities. So if we get me there, and believe me, they'll do anything to block me from getting there, but we have got to take this chance. Everything that I did was for that moment. And we are that moment in time where people are asking questions. The moons are aligned. We've got to take our shot. Okay. Thanks, Mike. And there's a couple group owners on here. I'll ask you if you could have your members or ask your members if they can send emails and phone calls to Margie Taylor Green or Jim Jordan or whoever important in Congress. We definitely got to get Mike Gill in one of those Congress hearings. And uh, with that, I'm going to hand it over to Kelly, and Kelly's going to be doing questions tonight. Hello, Mike. We're, we're happy to have you. Our first person is Jeff. You're up. 
sir, my question to you is, are, are you familiar with the Q-drops? No. Okay. Then I guess I don't have a question for you because, the, well, the, the Q-drops said that, uh, that the whole thing was too big to, to clean. You couldn't clean it up. It was too, too far gone. And that's basically what you just got through saying. Uh, well, in so many words, you said it's so it's so foobar right now that there's no cleaning it up. Do you think we just got to let it go bankrupt and start all over? No, no, no. I'm telling you, we can do this. There is a path. So in other words, I don't agree with them. Finding their money, those LLCs. Listen, it's the one question these politicians can't answer. You ready? Hey, Joe, where'd you get the billion? It's right here. There's your cash flow. There's your assets. So there is a path. There is an Achilles heel here. I'm saying just the opposite. We can do this. That's the importance of me going into Washington. You know, we can prove these things. And it's, listen, all those LLCs, that's them hiding the money that they can't answer for. It is the way to find these cartels. These cartels aren't filing tax returns, which is, again, exposes the laundering network of the IRS. So I want to tell you and leave you with this. There is a path, a very simple and direct path. It may be the only path, but from there we can seize their assets, trillions, we could save these banks from going under. We can take and, and, and not only try these cartels as being serial murderers, but we can attach their assets too. So there is a way for this to be done. I'm not saying that at all. I'll tell you what, if there was no way, I wouldn't open door number two. So... I'll leave you with this. We have a path, and it can be done, and they're wrong. And I'm certain that they're wrong. Now, whether that happens, it's a matter of how many Americans stand up and say, let's get this done. Why aren't we screaming? Because Congress has the Pandora Papers and that $932 billion in assets in New Hampshire. Why aren't they giving us names? That's where we put the pressure on these congressmen and say, listen, you've got this evidence. That's why I'm not in there now. You think they don't know who I am? Well, the president knows who I am. The AGs knew who I was. And M. General Flynn went and sought me out and told me not to work with Mike Lindell. Maybe he can explain that to everybody. So, again... I'm telling you, we can do this. Okay, next person, I just want to add in, please hit the blue button if you have a question. Um, keep your questions short and precise. And the next person is Tina. I'm going to unmute you, and you can ask your question. Yes, thank you so much. Uh, Mr. Gill, I had to pick my mouth up off the floor. I was just absolutely, I, there's a new meaning to follow the money, and you are correct. We have to expose these people for everything, everything, because we cannot survive 
with garbage like this going on. And it's not just in New Hampshire. It's in all of the states. It's all of the corruption all over this country. And thank you so much for coming on here. I, I am a new understanding of what you were talking about. And I, I see it. I see it everywhere. The courts, the banks, the people that are doing the drugs, the people that are trying to treat, give them treatments, you know, the, the, the child trafficking, all of that mess. All of it has to go. And the only way to get it to go is if we expose them. And we have to expose them. We have to reclaim our country. And we have to reclaim everything. Thank you so much. I want to tell you, you're, you're right. It's in every state. It is what's going on in this country. Those corrupt politicians are what opened our borders. They're letting these these child traffickers go through, but this is what they're doing. They're moving Mexican cartels to control the streets of our cities. That's the new distribution network. That's the fentanyl distribution mark. That's the cut that they have got. So in other words, in this street distribution, when these American cartels lost the CVS and the Walgreens, they have the Mexican cartels move to our streets. That's why crimes is exploding across. So we're going to do this. Not We've exposed them. Now we've incriminated them. And now we've got to see that justice is done. So exposing them isn't good enough anymore. We've done that. And you know what we've done? By exposing them, we've learned the failures of the DEA, the failures of the IRS, of, of the, the Department of Justice. We have been betrayed. We have exposed the model of corruption and the depth of corruption. Why else are our borders are open? Does anything else make sense? They're going to say just voting too? Listen, look what's going on in our streets We're having store owners closing down, large stores closing down because of theft. And who goes to jail? They gave them a license to steal. They gave them a license to break down the fabric of this country. They want them to move into a police state. The optimum word in all of this is control. That is what 87,000 armed IRS agents looking for a transfer of $600 when they're not calling out the trillions that are being moved. That is control. Their goal and their business, and I say to you this as a business, and I have put this in a video, it's not for you to figure out what they have done. When they put you in this kind of position of slavery, you're going to figure out you're a slave and you're controlled. But their goal is to get you to a point, by the time you do figure it out, it's too late. You're in that police state. You're under that control. And what about a digital currency where they can shut you off with a switch from the money that feeds your children, that pays your mortgage? That's control. All right. Amen to that. That's awesome. Um, the next question goes to Professor Chef. Hi, Mike. 
I hope you're having a good evening. Um, I definitely appreciate the information that you have and the risk you're willing to take to get it out there. Um, I was just curious if you know whether that $900 billion in New Hampshire is part of the $3 trillion that was stolen from us at, uh, during 9-11. No, I, I don't believe it is. I can tell you, you know what you had to do? 932, by the way. But what you've got to do is look at how it was. Now, I had uncovered that. But what the Pandora Papers were, were hundreds of, remember now, foreign journalists who tracked the money leaving, like, the Ukraine, leaving Dubai and different places, and they, and for, particularly from drug cartels, too. Cayman Islands, for instance, they tracked it to New Hampshire. So it wasn't domestic law enforcement. It wasn't domestic journalists. It was foreign journalists. And why foreign journalists? Remember the nature of the methodology of this money laundering. They moved the money to offshore to bring it back as in, in interrupting the connection and the flow of that money. It's the methodology of that. It was those journalists that called it out and tracked the money to New Hampshire and then to South Dakota. So I don't believe that. Now, do I believe they're stealing in trillions? You're damn straight I am. I mean, the part, part of this, the, the, the income that this corruption and these policies make is from selling protection but stealing, stealing from the government. That's why you have Biden turning around, trying to increase these programs and the green thing. That's about stealing. The more they take from you, the more they're able to steal. So I don't question about that money. But in my wheelhouse and in my evidence, I can tell you that those journalists and believe me, I worked with some of those journalists because they found me when they found New Hampshire. They found New Hampshire on what I was saying, what was going on. So we met again in the state, and I waited years for them to get here. But that is the evidence and the information that's in Congress right now. And it was the entities that I disclosed Perspective trust handling billions of drug cartels in the Pandora Papers, Granite State Recovery, Auto Fair, the Dartmouth Hospital. They were all mentioned. Now, why is it just the entities that I caught that are out there in the news? And you can read this for yourself, New Hampshire, New Hampshire Public Radio article. Google that. They're naming all those entities. <clears throat> and the people in the article... Perlow, the head counsel of these trusts, he was the banking commissioner on my $50 million settlement. So the guy who's controlling the crust and LLCs wanted to pay me $50 million. It is one, it's the network that I found. So, no, I, 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 it, it is clearly the laundering money that is coming back and forth from this country. I don't see any hands, so I did have a question for you myself. 
with all this going on and all you deal with, how do you, what's the one thing that keeps you positive and keep fighting for everything that you are doing for us? Thank you. I understand the importance of what I'm doing. I, I understand the potential of, of what can come from this. And it helps me to put one foot in front of the next. But I am not telling you this isn't a hard, hard life. As I'm speaking to you now, for instance, I have the window shade open a little bit, looking at my car to see if someone's putting something in it. You see, that's where, and, and understand where I came from. The world champion of racing, horse racing. I mean, today was the Preakness. Pimlico, I won 13 meets in a row. I had won six races on Preakness Day. I'm reminded of the life that I had every day, the freedom that I had. Most importantly, a father of five children. I haven't seen those children in five years. I have two grandchildren that I've never seen. That's the cost. So again, I'm every day I try to remember the importance of what I'm doing. And if there's any motivation, the motivation comes from people finally waking up. Let's hope it's not too late, but they're putting it together. But I always knew that they would in time. In fact, you see the videos that I've said that. So we're running out of time. We've got to get this done now. Because if they're led, consider this, Sununu's running for president? I mean, here's a guy who, who there's a class action suit for raping a thousand children. Have we totally gone to hell? Is there somebody left? He's protecting the drug cartel? He's the keys of the Pandora Papers? His father was the chief... Uh, what was he called? The uh, he was he he was the uh, chief strategist for George Bush Senior. Have you heard the people heard of Fast and Furious? The cartels and the CIA and Bush trading money laundering and guns and drugs. Sununu ran this. Now his son's running for president. This is what scares me. But it also makes me in a position where I have to do this. Because I don't know if somebody has more information and evidence than me. And listen, I understand that that's a, that's a bold claim. But after the election, there was also 336 million Americans. Why did General Flynn seek me out? Why did Sidney Powell do the same when they were spending their days with Trump in the White House? And what was on the table then, keeping him in office? Now, those things are facts, supported by emails and text messages from Flynn himself, asking that same evidence in question and asking for that settlement agreement. So why was I that person? if not for what I have and done. 
Oh, wow. I appreciate it. How much longer do you have? We, we appreciate your time and we don't want to take uh, much more. I have as long as you want me here. Okay, we have two more questions. Okay, go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. Were you saying something? No, 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 no. I'm just saying as long as you guys have questions, I want to give you the answers. That's how long I have. Awesome. Okay, the next person is Gascan1776. You're up. Hey, Mike. Man, I want to thank you. I want to thank you with the, from the bottom of my soul. It's patriots like you that are what we need in this fight. I remember you when I was in Massachusetts. You're absolutely right about the corruption of the Boston FBI. And folks, this stuff is happening in every state. We need to be digging into it in our own states because they're all connected. It's all one big web. And it's going to take patriots like Mike, like you, like me, exposing them. They can no longer hide in the shadows when we are shining the light. Thank you so much, Mike. The, <clears throat> were you just visiting Massachusetts or did you live there? Oh, I lived there. I was a commercial fisherman up there. The federal government oh. put me out of business in 97. That's when I started on my road. But yeah, <laughs> Whitey Bulger didn't kill himself in federal prison. I'm just going to leave that You're damn straight. What was Bulger telling us? The Boston FBI. He wasn't saying he wasn't a murderer. He was saying that the Boston FBI was corrupt, too. And this is what a lot of people don't know about the Boston FBI. They control all of New England, but Connecticut. They are the most powerful organization, FBI office, in the country. New Hampshire leads to them. Maine, Vermont, Rhode Island, Boston FBI. That's who they are. And that's who, and Lullen, what did he do? He was the he also was the US attorney for all of New England and he gave the evidence to the Boston FBI in writing and the office of the FBI in Washington. <clears throat> Did you see any of the signs that I had on Route 93 with the faces of the cartels or were you gone by then? Uh no, but I remember you running for governor and I remember your horse racing. Yeah. Keep up the yeah. fight, brother. You're going to be on my platform tomorrow night, and we will talk more. How about this? One, one last thing. The first business when I got out of the seminary that I started was Gill's Fish Market. So I know what you're talking about. I, I would meet the gill netters early in the morning, and I would clean the fish myself, and I'd have a little storefront and sell the fish out of there. So I know how what kind of hard work that was. But that's how I started in business. We all need to become fishers of men. <laughs> it's a small right. Nice talking to you. Okay, we appreciate it. Next person is Stephanie Pope. And then after Stephanie Pope, Mary Brown, you will be next. Hi, my question is, how is pharma, pharma, big pharma, connected with any of this, if it is, 
and I worry about our children getting these particular Big vaccines. Farmer is, I'm sorry. Big Farmer is directly connected. <laughs> They're part of this drug distribution. They were part of the lies about oxycodone. They knew the addiction, and they're paying for the same protection. Now, listen, this network of protection is what controls your courts. Think about this, right? When in 2008, when the real estate collapsed and all that fraud, nobody went to jail. None of those big banks. They knew what they were doing. Doing these, these drug and opioid uh period here of addiction, what pharmaceutical company went to jail? What executives? None of them went to jail. They pay for the same protection, and they all got rich. And you know what they bought? They bought the media. How much, when you watch all, I mean, whether it be CNN or Fox, how much is the is is the supporting the commercials are brought to you by, like, Pfizer. The board members of these media companies, half of them are from pharmaceutical. And in the pharmaceutical are the media boards. This is about profits. You can't trust them. You can't trust the healthcare industry, the pharmaceutical industry. Their intent is not in goodwill to their patients, people are trying to help. It's about making money. How many of them got rich during COVID? And what happened to you? What happened to what happened to Main Street? Not Wall Street, but Main Street. Main Street was those small businesses across this country that was forced to close down on lies. Why wasn't the investigation early on about the the where COVID started from. And look at even how they're reversing themselves. Look at Bill Gates reversing himself again and Fauci. How did this happen? The question is, why did it happen? Everything that's going on in this country is a methodology of making us weaker. You see inflation? Now listen, I come from the world of mortgages. Do you know what I had to do for over 30 years? Watch the trend of inflation. Because inflation controls the interest rates. There's what they call in the industry the reverse yield curve. It's when the short end of the treasuries pay more of a percentage than the long end. What it's telling you is it's inflationary. That was happening. We had the indicators of inflation coming. What did we do? Keep interest rates close to zero. Biden's first year, they printed 60% of all the U.S. currency ever printed in this country's history. They flooded the country with money, printing it. They devalued your dollar by doing so knew that inflation was at the door. That also means the Treasury and the Feds, they all knew. And they lit a candle, they lit a, uh, threw a match on it all. Why? To put us in a weakened state. And that's exactly what I did. Remember, these people are businessmen. There's a strategy here. 
This is an industry of corruption that's moving directly in a position of control. Everything is about weakening. Weakening our health, weakening us financially for the purpose of control. Now, everything I've given you is hard evidence that I stand on and can prove and verify and have done and made it public. I'm going to speculate this one time. What did Bill Gates do? He moved from his position of being a COVID expert to being the largest landowner, farm owner in this country. Now you think about that move. Remember, they, and by doing this for so many years, they move ahead of time. How I have to read the board is by seeing how they move and how they react as they would would me. Why is he a farm? Why did he go there? Because this is my, and again, this is my hypothesis. I'm speculating and only on this. If they put you in such a weakened state, well, you have a hard time feeding your family. You have a hard time for employment. What if they opened the door to self-sustaining farms where they give you a job, you live there, you work there, you grow your own food, but it's also an element that you accept a certain conditioning program, you know, where they train you like the communists did. What did they put them in, work camps? What they'll call them re-education camps. You remember after the election, Re-education, how that was a very prominent thing that then just turned around and disappeared. By controlling you, by housing and feeding you, and having you accept re-education. Now, could that be what Bill Gates doing? I think that's what exactly what he's doing. They've got a, what are we talking about, a woke environment? What are they doing in schools? This is all about a growing of acceptance of their control. Big Brother knows best. We're losing our nationalism. That's what separates us. Being nationalistic, being proud of being an American. Why was Trump targeted so much and hated by all those entities? Because he was trying to bring this country back to a place of patriotism. Now, I can't explain to you why he hasn't released my evidence. I don't know why that is. If there's a strategy, I'm seeing our children die by the thousands. I'd say we pull the plug now. And as far as negotiating and making deals, you don't make deals or negotiate with this kind of evil. You exterminate these drug cartels. You try these politicians and judges for treason, along with the FBI. You charge these IRS as money launderers. You go after the DEA as well as the cartels and treat them the same way. They are mass murderers. It's time we see who they are for what they are. 
All right. I appreciate that. That was a really good answer. Next person is again, Mary Brown. And then after Mary Brown, we have Humble. Mary Brown, if you hit the middle blue button, you'll be able to speak. Okay, you got it. Okay, thank you so much. Mr. Gill, I can't tell you what a blessing it is to be able to sit here and listen to you. You have validated everything that I have felt in my heart for the last, well, since at least 2016. But you had, uh, to, to get to my question, you had mentioned earlier that you believed that there were far, far fewer white hats than black hats. With that in mind and all of the dealings that you've had uh, with courts and judges, what do you believe the odds are that it might take military tribunals to go and get these people if those military tribunals actually exist? Have you any information on that? When I was working with Flynn, it was also the military. When I ran for governor, <clears throat> I was going to bring in the military, take over the AG's office, offer immunities, and deal with these. And I had witnesses going to step forwards. I was going to, these immunities were going to be from inside the cartel and judges and deal with it that way on a state level. Now, on the surface, that might work well on a government level, but it's not our first step. Our first step, and as far as white hats go, I've seen very few white hats. This is what a white hat looks like. He's, they're screaming from the mountaintops of this corruption. They are risking their lives by telling you the truth. And again, there is nothing more dangerous in this country than telling the truth. White hats are those FBI agents, whistleblowers. The white hats are those IRS whistleblowers. We are the white hats, and we outnumber them all. We've got to use our numbers. Think about this. Why did they attack social media? Because they can't have us communicating. What do they do in war but cut communications? What is the few evil few fear the most? That we wake up and we stand up together. That's what the media has done to us. Republicans against Democrats. They divided us by race and religion. Well, I'm not about any of that. My position is we're fighting evil. We're turning around, and those who afford drug cartels and human trafficking, corrupt politicians and the owners, and they control justice through our courts, well, you're the other side. You know what I say? You know who doesn't believe in corruption? The corrupt. So we have, no one's coming to save us. We save ourselves. That's why you get on the phone, you get on these text messages and emails, and you demand these representative these congressmen and said get gill in this he is a whistleblower nobody's got the evidence that i had and i can go right to presidents i can go right to the department of justice the irs and have them explain why they wanted to pay me 50 million 
Have them know who I outed in the evidence, the 106 witnesses that I had against the cartel. Have them stand in front of six separate arresting troopers of the head of this cartel. Have Sununu explain how he's partners with the cartel. He controls this laundering network. Have him explain how a thousand children were raped under the name of Sununu Detention Center and how is AG's office. We confront them with truth and facts. We the people, we use our numbers. That's our advantage. That's what they're trying to take away by controlling. That's what they're trying to cape away by division. You want to know where they're weak? Look where they build the highest walls. Those LLCs, their money, their laundering, their corruption. They fear courage. We have to stop following titles and stop following courage. So again, we outnumber them. So we have more white hats. But it's not who you think. It's us. We the people. So that's why make those phone calls. Get those emails in. And I'm, we're working on that now. And I'm closer to the net than before. But we, listen, we may be on the five-yard line, but those are the hardest five yards we got to push through. So help me get there. And I guarantee you this. Ready? I will not be intimidated. <laughs> they will not scare me. I will not back down. I will not get paid off. I will get this. You put me in Congress, we'll make history. But we're going to do it. We're not waiting for the cavalry. Think about this, too. How long have we been waiting? Remember those sealed indictments? Well, they're still sealed. The Russian investigation, could something be so clear? Well, tell me, who went to jail? We live on promises, and it's also their methodology of giving you a promise. They have you wait for justice, that a justice never comes. Well, we're done waiting. We've run out of time. They've opened our borders, and they took our control of our courts, and there's fentanyl. And think about that fentanyl on the streets. Do you think those zombies are working? And listen, I have empathy for those children, too. I want to help them. But they're not working. They're stealing and robbing. There's a side effect to this. So I'm all about saving lives. And we should have protected our children better. But here we are. So we start with this. Now, from there, do we bring in tribunals? Do we bring in the military? Well, I'm all for that then. But we've got to start it first. Because you know what? I don't see the military. And I was on the phone with them for about eight weeks. And they weren't coming. And they knew what I told Flynn. I told, I spoke with them as as much as I did Flynn. They have the evidence. They know the Pandora Papers. They know the cartels. They know the all that money laundering, the corrupt politicians. They know. And think about it. They wouldn't have been talking to me if they if they weren't going to use my evidence to keep Trump in office. So they know what I have. They have a 15-page affidavit. So where are they? Flynn suing the suing the FBI, Department of Justice, for a hundred million. 
What was my evidence worth? Well, they, I turned down $50 million. Before we had the Treasury Inspector General, before we had the cartel and the FBI. Remember that blackmail? It's only good if they don't tell you. Oh, wow. I'm going to give, we're going to have two more, if that's okay, and then we'll end it after that. The first, next one is humble. And then our last question will come from PS, PSU. Thank you. Okay. Hi, Mike. Thank you for coming on and uh, giving your story and to help, you know, people wake up and to see some of the truth. Um, back in the late 90s, I lived in Massachusetts for a while. I lived in Lowell, Massachusetts, which was like the armpit of hell for me. No I know exactly but, where um, Lowell I saw is. More there. All right. Um, I saw some of the worst things of the worst things happen in that city. Um, I equated that to like almost to Skid Row in some sections in California to New Orleans in other sections. And I left there and I went to Nashua, New Hampshire. Hmm. Now, yep, another big one. So I kind of got a, a feel of the, because I'm a Texan. I grew up, raised all that here in Texas. But that was a big culture shock for me when I went out there. I left that area, the New England area, right after the unfortunate plane going down of JFK Jr., and um, I was like, uh, I was actually at a Boston Red Sox game when that happened back in 99. But my point being is, is I, I started thinking for myself then and questioning some things that didn't make sense. And then it led up to the whole Boston Marathon bombing back in 2013, where the Boston FBI had labeled the suspects a white hat and a black hat. And immediately, you know, that tells me right there, this was some kind of operation to thwart something. Because it was just like, you know, 2001 during 9-11 is look here, not there. Um, just another attempt to, you know, cause upheave for the people. So fast forward that even more. And I'm listening to you today and you're talking about, you know, the Wadi Bulger and the pharmaceuticals. But there's a couple of important factors I think that tie into that is you keep talking about, you know, the mafia and the pharmaceuticals. And we know that the pharmaceutical companies are ran by the mafia. If anybody does the research, we have Merrick pharmaceuticals that's being run by the Orsini family, basically. And then you got the Rotterdam or Rotterdam pharmaceuticals which I think is a subsidiary advisor, if I'm not mistaken, and I could be, so um, just bear with me on that one, but that's from the Palavinci family. And those are like top tier. That's above even the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds and them. These are like the, the real dirty characters in the whole scene. They, they had the arms into the military or, or 
the mafia, Costa Nostra, everything. So when you're talking about this needs to be exposed, that would tell me that most of these people have already been taken out for some of this to be exposed because anybody to expose this, that's not just a death sentence that they're asking for. I mean, this is something extremely huge that I don't think a lot of people understand of how top this goes to and how, how manipulated and controlled the situation is. But my question for you is, is, you know, we saw what happened on 9-11 and then boom, we have an incident that happens and they're trying to blame it on the Muslim community. And I really don't think it's the Muslim community. I think it's just the agenda that they're pushing. Um, we saw this with 2013 with the white hat and the black hat suspects for the Boston Marathon. And because you're in Massachusetts and you were a governor, I just wanted to hear your thoughts on that. Well, I ran for governor in New Hampshire. Well, you were in Nashua and you were in Lowell. Do you remember mortgage specialists? Remember the big signs that are on oh, the yes. highway? Well, that's who I was or am. And I used those signs okay. to put the... So those same signs you would see, I put the faces of the cartels and the corrupt politicians. And I used all those offices for those with those signs for exposing. Uh, I can't, what I speak of and, and what is so important is, is that I have to know what I'm saying and I back it up with evidence. I'm not denying what you're saying is, is true about these pharmaceutical companies. I know that they're evil and corrupted. What I found the mafia was, was really into the money laundering only. Well, it was in the drugs too. See these racetracks? The whole backsides of most of these racetracks are Mexicans. They would move drugs and people through these hay trucks. So, and then that, the mafia then was connected to, again, the money laundering by the casinos, which is now what the cartel is also opening on their own. Penn National is mob-related. So those things that I do know, I don't know the background of, of the pharmaceutical companies. Again, it's like I had a, a certain path, whereas the mortgage broker, I was directly connected to the banks and the financing, which was then the money laundering. And, and then road racing, it was the, the wire network. It was the money laundering. Again, it was the cartels. So it was just a... God just put me in a place where I was in the middle of all of it, and it was connected. But I'm not denying what you're saying about the pharmaceutical industry, but I'm not, I don't know for sure. And as far as would they kill you, they tried to murder me three times in 13 months, on 13 days. Twice was caught on security. The third time was in jail. I was in jail for contempt, 10 days. You know what I was in contempt for? I had emails and text messages and a letter on how they were going to murder my five children and mail their heads back to me one at a time. When the judge refused to take the evidence, I insisted. He gave me 10 days in jail. The second day, <clears throat> I was met with O'Keefe's lawyer, a Jadrid Broderick. It's all 
put on a, uh, a video. And you see Broderick said, I met with Mr. Gill. He turned around and said they were going to kill him that night. Told him to get to the DEA. And you know what he did? He put in a letter that I have posted. Oh, I tried to get him. We couldn't reach. I called at least one time. I mean, what's at least one time? And they tried to murder me that night. And I have the medical records. They had poisoned me, and I called it that day. So do I believe they will kill you? Damn straight. And right after that, you can listen to Kill Gill again. O'Keefe recording it. And you hear them say how much to make him go away. And it was only because I was running for governor, the guy didn't take the contract. Turns out he doesn't do politics. So about taking him out, white hats. Listen, I'd like to meet a couple white hats that are in political office. Because where are they to help? Think about this. You know all those signs? If you lived in Nashua, you saw those signs. Of all those years of putting up cartels and the corrupt politicians, murder, extortion, and I had eight of them across highways. You know how many cops ask me about that and say, hey, what's going on with that? Never, ever, not once. So what do they know that all of us don't know? Okay, unless Hummel had anything else, we'll go to PSU for our final question. I appreciate all your input, Mike. Thanks, Mr. Gill. PSU here from Arizona. Not sure. I believe you may be familiar with. Um, if not, uh, I'll just throw it out there. There's an attorney, John Thaler, here in Arizona. He and his primary investigator, uh, Ms., Ms. Jacqueline, I think her last name is Bruner, um, put on uh, some of the evidence of some potential deed fraud that's impacted us locally here, here in Maricopa County. Seems to be the center of election fraud in the universe. Um, and I'm just wondering if you know of them and any of the uh, dots or dotted lines that connect some of the Mexican cartels and other bad actors um, laundering money through false deeds through Arizona to Ohio, New Hampshire, Michigan, et cetera, et cetera. Thank you so much for all you do. Appreciate it. I'm working with people of Arizona for two months now. And in fact, I'm on a podcast in Arizona, I think Monday night, and I've worked with a few individuals and, and they've reached out to me about the methodology of and that's I have a group of Arizona's going in with a Freedom of Information Act, getting the list of LLCs and trusts through the Secretary of State's office. I then they're instructed to go to the DEA with a camera, go to the Department of Justice with a camera and a bit of a group. Don't go alone. So we are working together with a plan and how to move. You know what they found out? They found out the Sinaloa cartel was buying real estate. Remember I told you when this money leaves, comes back, they put it in assets. They're buying real estate, commercial. They're in businesses. They have their own banks. That's why we also go to the banking department within the state, and then we start questioning them in LLCs because it is all corrupt. You know what these people found? 
They found that these politicians were owned by this corruption, their own protection network, and partners with the Sinaloa cartel. Think about this, ready? These LLCs are controlled by the Secretary of State's office. That's what approves them. Your Secretary of State comes from, it was an assistant AG, the AG. Do you know who was the Secretary of State before? Your new governor. Think about that. That is the methodology of, of, of operation. That governor now does the appointing. Remember those corrupt judges that come out of the assistant AG's office? Who appoints those judges? That governor. Okay, you know who runs your banking department? An assistant AG. Exactly the taking over. That's why I'm saying this is in every state. The methodology I discovered in New Hampshire is in every state. And it is Arizona. And the dark money of cartels wins elections in each of our states. The only thing I found differently in, in New Hampshire was it was a it was a a laundering network that became across the country. It's not the only one, but it's where you'll find Bidens and the Clintons and the Obamas and the largest cartel in this country. So there's connections across the country. But the methodology of taking over your state was these law firms infiltrating your AG's office. What is the AG's office? Local attorneys. This isn't this isn't a miracle. They turned around and made them that. Now, they control the governor's position. They appoint those assistant AG's judges, a network of corrupt judges, while we always keep losing in court, including always losing in court in Arizona. You're dealing with them people. The people you mentioned, I saw that where they mentioned uh, that, that that brave woman stood up front saying about the deeds and, and the cartels. That panel was losing their minds. In fact, somebody stood up, ran around the desk to look at her, the evidence. Turns out what I was told was that was, was the previous Secretary of State. You know what? They're looking at what they have. So they're panicking. You're finding the methodology. We've got to build and organize the methodology to combat them, expose them, and incriminate them. That's why they're looking for their assets. That's why the issues were those deeds. But you go to the LLCs and the trusts, and those trusts that are nonprofits, bullshit. And those LLCs, now you get a name. Then you find out a residence an agent, you go, Let, let's take a look at what this LLC really is. For instance, Maxwell's was Granite State LLC. Wow, Granite State in New Hampshire. By the way, New Hampshire is called the Granite State. But it turned out to be a cabinet member of Obama. See, we got to turn the page. Let's find out who owns those LLCs. So when you find the cartel, then we go looking for who do you bank with? Bingo. So we get the cartel and we get their bank, which is the money laundering. So there is a path. What I'm saying nationally can be done with the state. And I'm telling you within every couple of days, I'm with somebody 
I'm just going to say, and it includes legal counsel. It includes certain politicians or people running for office in Arizona. I will help all of that as much as I can, and I'm telling you this early in my career. Some lawyers, there's a handful of warriors in the Your mic's kind of going out, Mike. Say that again. Your mic all of a sudden got low, unless it's just me. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that everybody got what I said. Just that I then just to say, if they didn't hear me, I'm helping the people of Arizona. I'm talking to a, a number of people who ran for office or going to run for office. I'm giving them a methodology and a plan of attack. And it involves the LLCs and tracking down the real owners. And when they're on the deed, they are coming up with the Cinderella 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 But again, the methodology of the taking over of that state was the methodology taking over my state and all of our states. Listen, I found corruption in Pennsylvania, where to the very top, to the governor. I found corruption in West Virginia and Massachusetts and Maine. So this wasn't just New Hampshire. And when I started state of corruption, I was working with people across this country, which is why they had to try to stop me, because it is what we do. By comparing our stories, by working with victims, we find out their methodology of how they move. I hope the people of Arizona heard that. I did. Thanks for sharing, Mike. Appreciate you. Well, Mike, it's been a pleasure. It's been an honor. Like I said, this platform is wide open for you to come back and share whatever you need and and speak with the people. It's all about speaking to the people because information is, is definitely important. And here on conservative patriot nation that's why we bring our shows onto the telegram chat so the people can ask their questions and walk away with answers um it's totally different than watching a podcast and watching a video and you're sitting there like oh shit i wish i can ask mike this question and all oh, this pops in my mind and, and that's what god kind of guided me to do this platform like this so i just want to let you know mike uh this platform is always open to you and i'm thank you so much for joining us tonight and I appreciate it, and I'll be back whenever you want me to be back. And as things change and, and, and develop, I, I, it's important, I think, we let everybody know what's going on. And if I do get to Congress, we'll stay in touch with everybody, but getting there, I'll, I'll let everybody know, you know, the process and where we are. But I want them to know I need their help. Get a hold of these politicians. We can keep moving this way. I'm telling you, we can make history here. But, uh, okay, thank again for having me. And I really do like this forum. In fact, you know the irony is? I'm on a similar forum tomorrow. And I don't think I had but one before. So maybe this might be a new trend, a welcome trend. Awesome, Mike. And you have a good night. Take care, and I'll definitely stay in touch, and uh, we'll do another show again. And and thank you so much. This is very important, and it means a lot to all of us. And everyone that's on here, 
please send some emails, flood the phone calls to Marjorie Taylor Greene, Jim Jordan, whatever congressperson that's in your state, uh, Byron Donalds, et cetera, et cetera, and, and tell them to bring Mike Gill to the hearings. It's just very important. And thanks, Mike, and hopefully have a good night. You too. Thanks. God bless.